When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And this is 51 First Dates. Do I sound like I'm trying to be peppy? We also have Carlin. Hi, Carlin. Hi. <laughs> We are uh, so thrilled to have Carlin back. We are kind of thrilled for the episode we're doing. We were just talking offline about how we're doing an episode called Pep Talks, and at least Kimmy and I feel pretty decidedly unpeppy. Carlin's got a little pep. Yeah, I'm actually like sitting here like shimming in my shoulders, but I'm high off of a new couch energy that was delivered <laughs> today and feel very adult, and it's a beautiful <laughs> neutral color, and it's just... It's a it's a great time. It's a good it's a good time in my life, guys. So I'm ready to bring that pet. <laughs> Thank God for Carlin. You know, is the theme of this podcast. <laughs> like, no, you know, I woke up. I woke up pretty chipper. I was up and thinking about what we could give pep talks on at 7:30 this Saturday morning. Like I couldn't go back to sleep, and then now I just got a wave of exhaustion. But Carlin's inspiring me, and thank you all for being here. We don't want to scare you away from this episode because it will be fun and good, and we will pep you up about dating or not dating or totally. loving. Should we do like a sex pep talk? Oh, there are so many. I, oh. We have a list, but we we should iterate totally. But also, we we were saying before we started recording, like. Sometimes it's good to have people of mixed levels of peppiness doing a pep talk because then you're not going to get bullshit. You're not going to get toxic positivity. You're going to get our genuine, honest feelings about like why you shouldn't despair or sometimes just like it's okay to despair like everybody does. The happiest people on earth do. You know, it's fine. Um, So you're going to get a mix of that. I feel like it's I am going to be the devil on everyone's shoulder. Carlin will be the angel and Kimmy will be the the person, the normal person in the middle. <laughs> this is the okay. energy I'm guessing. We don't have to adhere to that. That's just my hypothesis. We'll see how it's borne out. I love it. I accept. I accept. <laughs> I love being normal. <laughs> it feels good to be called normal. <laughs> Oh my, if you're new here, this is a dating podcast. Today we're going to do pep talks. Carlin is our dater. Um, I once went on dates for it. You can start at the beginning. You can start at the beginning of Carlin's journey, though at this moment, I don't know what episode that is, but it will say. Um, or you can just join us for today, Carlin. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm already not being normal, so really great start, Kimmy. Uh, but thank you all for being here. Thank you all for Listening, if you've been here for a while, some of you sent in some some pep talks of your own. Actually, they were posted in the secret Facebook group, and we got permission to read them. So we'll start with one, and we'll wrap with one. And there's a there's a ring involved, a proposal. There's a yeah. I'm what am I doing with my hands? It's all gonna be great. I'm actually it's gonna be a great episode. I was excited about this one for a while. So okay, I'm excited too. Now. 
Uh, my pep is coming in. Um, I'll also do some brief business and then we will do consumption quarter and maybe we can even do the miniest check-in, Carlin, of your like foray into the apps in your new area. I know it's not been great from our text thread, but we can like maybe check in about your dating journey briefly. But great, first, great. cool, cool, cool. You should um like and or no, not like. Oh my god. Follow us on social media on Instagram at 51firstdatespod. You can join our secret Facebook group. Um, it's a really, really nice supportive community. We really love having you guys there. And again, some of the things that we talk about today are posts from that group and everyone just like chimes in with such with such like cool, good vibes and smart advice. And I love I love being in that group as just a human, not even as like a, a podcast host. Um you can also rate, subscribe, review. It's really, really helpful to us. It helps us get guests. It helps us with numbers. It helps people find us. It helps everything. And it takes like literally zero time. You don't even have to write anything. You can just give us a little a little star number and subscribe. And it does a lot, um, even though it doesn't seem like it. And <laughs> I think that's it. Is that it? Oh, yeah, that's it. Carlin, is Business. that it? Help, yes. help, Carlin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're leaning on Carlin in a very unfair way. <laughs> I just I was trying to remember the thing that I consumptioned or consumed, sorry. <laughs> um because I rarely have anything, but I have one this week. Even though everybody's already watched it. As you know, I'm always late, but it doesn't matter cuz I did it. Do it. I'm excited to hear. Okay, at first I was like, is it called White Lies? No, it's which is funny because it's kind of about that, but White Lotus, is that right? Mhm. Yeah. So interesting. So good. So weird. A lot of things. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I've only watched the first episode. Okay. I feel then like I okay. No I more. don't know if I'm gonna continue. I am really, really big into watching one episode of shows now and just being like, <laughs> I like it, but am I obsessed with there's so much good show there's so much good TV. I have to admit something to both of you, and it puts me right in the middle of both of you, which is Uh-oh. fitting for this episode. I watched it and then I didn't finish it because I was traveling during the finale so I haven't seen like the last three or two or three episodes y'all this this is is literally never happened that I've seen a wild new habit I have Carlin and I I am so fucking embarrassed by it I need to I need to I need to I need to finish this is not the only show this has happened with I'm just like having the realization I never finished and I stayed away from spoilers so I honestly I don't know I stayed away from podcasts chatting about it so what is wrong yeah, with crazy, it? No, I, but I also love it. It's literally sometimes it feels like homework to keep up on the high quality TV, which is insane because mm. it's supposed to be relaxing. But I did that. This goes to my consumption this week, which is I finally finished Hacks, a show that I uh. loved, aired like three or four months ago, and I just never watched episodes nine and ten. I've also never watched episodes nine and the, the last two episodes of the first season of Ted Lasso. I keep being like, oh, I should watch the second season, but I haven't finished mm. the first. Like, I do this a lot because there is truly just a lot of really good content and it feels like hard to keep up with stuff. And also a lot of times I'm just watching Housewives or like rewatching old seasons of Drag Race, which I don't need to be doing, but it just is a bomb to my soul. But basically those are mine. Uh, th- that's what I watched is Hacks. And I also started Drag Race UK season three, which, you know, it's good. You guys know how I feel about Drag you Race. I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. And the thing that's been really fun is... Jeff has never really been into the show. He just like, you know, he's never he's watched a couple episodes of me here or there, but he's never like gotten deep into it. And we I was like, just I may have talked about this already, but I was like, just give me 
like a couple episodes from the beginning of a season. So you get a chance to like get on board with the characters from the beginning, get to know them, like invest. And I'm going to start you with my favorite season, which is season five. Um, And we watched the first episode of season five and he was like, oh, this is great. This is our show now. I'm watching every episode of it with you forever. So we've been rewatching seasons together, but like I get to see it through his eyes, which is very fun. I've been trying to get him to watch for literally years. And like, it's been so satisfying to be like, I told you, you would fucking love it and like watch it together. So that's been a big, we have watched five, six and we're about to finish seven. And, um, you know, you guys know how I feel. It's my favorite show of all time. (laughs) Can be anything good? Uh, no. Um, that's, (laughs) I I have a highbrow one I can throw out there because it's literally the only thing that I watched this week other than for work, um, other than, okay, I've watched thing, okay, the only thing I watched this week is highbrow other than, oh my god, (laughs) I've only been watching Housewives and Summer House, that's all I've been watching, then I watched some things for work, and the only other thing I watched was a movie that you know, Liza, it's bonkers, I'm going to explain it and I'm not going to say much and you can go out and see it and support independent film from a female. It's called Titan. It's a, it won con or can. I always, I like, I'm not trying to say it the French way. Um, (laughs) Kimmy's very good at French listeners. It is a, but it's like uncool to say con. You say can't. Anyway, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. But anyway, it is body horror. So for the squeamish, think twice, but it is, um, I'm not even going to say what it's about. It is just an incredible movie about um, <laughs> life. Like, if if you read too much about it, you, you may not want to go see it. And that would be a shame because it's just like body horror. There are some parts where I had to close my eyes. But it's not – I don't like horror as a genre generally. This is just a really cool movie. It's French. There's a lot of inaccessible things about it, but it is like the opposite end of the spectrum from Housewives. But I think both are really equally great. So go out there and check it out if you're in- interested in, um, yeah, more independent, foreign titles, anything like that. It was really, really good. I really want to um, see it, but I am definitely scared. I, so body horror is something I wasn't super familiar with, um, but there's some just like, it's hard to watch, especially as a woman, just because of some of the like pain you think about having. And it's gory. And I was having period cramps for the first time in a very long time. So it was really, really hard for me to watch. I was actually closing my eyes for parts. But then there are so many other parts that are just, you know, a story and really interesting. And the music is phenomenal. So mm. I'm sorry I'm not sharing a lot, but I think it's better to just go in knowing not a lot. Because That's cool. I saw Power yeah. of the Dog last night. Uh, another highbrow lady film <laughs> indie film yep. like pick whatever and it's a similar situation where like you shouldn't know that much about it but also i didn't love it at me <laughs> In- independent film people it's probably gonna get nominated for best picture and all this shit and whatever but uh, i don't know um this is always how i am <laughs> oh but also summer house season five is incredible and everyone should get there and watch it i mean it's just incredible reality tv it's a quarantine season but like it works for this show anyway sorry for partying okay <laughs> we're done perfect highbrow lowbrow all about it um okay let's check in with carlin real quick carlin okay tell us yeah. about your dating journey um <laughs> so i guess it's it's 
So I feel like I've heard things before about people talking about like the area that they live in and then like struggling with the apps. And I'm always like, oh, that's so sad. Like to like not be in a big city. Like I'm sure that's like very limiting. Um, No offense to like New Haven or anything. I mean, it's not a big, when I'm talking about like big city, I'm talking like New York, Chicago, LA, like, like city, city multiple modes of public transportation but we're not talking about that right now i'm gonna (laughs) calm down about it um so i it's 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 just like an interesting um offering of people a lot of like i don't know if this is a stereotype but like long island like juice juicy men like (laughs) i'm assuming steroids but like also do what you want to do but like that kind of like where the muscles are like yeah. seem like painful, where um, like the gym is a big part of your life. Yeah, all the pictures I... are the gym, and yeah. like that's mm. not such. I remember seeing like a TikTok once that was saying like, "I'm so glad I found a partner that loves the gym as much as I do." And I was like, "Yo, that is so not me. I would never say that. That would never appeal. I mean, I don't love the gym, so I would never have to say that. But like that kind of relationship would just be disgusting to me. Um, which mm-hmm. is fine. And I don't think there's anything about me that like. Unlike the camping thing, that is not something that I would lie about to seem <laughs> to seem like I was like into it. I would never lie that I like working out. Anyway, um, so I don't know. It's just it's I guess like the number of likes and then like the people that are on there is just interesting. I think another thing is so like my age range would go up to like thirty eight or thirty nine because like you know whatever, but it's like. 38 here is like a 45 year old in Chicago. Does that make sense? It definitely makes yeah. sense. <laughs> like, ki- like kids. Yes. Like, yeah. Like- They're so old and yet so young. Yeah. yeah. And it's, 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 it's very strange. It's <laughs> very strange. So, and then I think there is something to be said about like app. Um, popularity like I was because in Chicago I was on Hinge and I think maybe in Chicago you can be on like any of those apps and have a good time Hinge is crazy weird out here don't use Hinge we, here ah. I mean unless you want to but then so I got on Bumble which before when I was in Chicago I was like Bumble I'm so over Bumble it's gross Hinge is so much better it's Bumble is better here but then like the things i hate about bumble are like prevalent and it's not the talking to guys first like i do not mind that that is not my situation but it's like i think it's easier to not say anything about yourself and your profile in bumble and so these guys they just like don't say anything or how it has your picture and it's like your name and your occupation the only thing they'll write about themselves in their bio they'll say hi my name is ross i'm 31 i work at Amazon. It's like, I literally learned that from the information you have to input <laughs> yeah. just to have a profile. Like, the <laughs> la- like the lack of, like, awareness, like, that doesn't appeal to me. But anyway, um, to pep talk myself, it's going to be fine. I'm going to... I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm just... I'm going to do stuff <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there's like gotta be some treasure but this may not appeal to you within the grad programs around yeah or are they a little young well and then i did this crazy thing i was like well because my 
lowest age was like 29 because I dated a 20 Mr. Old Fashioned was 28 and that was stupid um but then I like lowered it a little bit more and it was better but then I was like is that weird or gross and I don't know so I just did that like two days ago so I'll report back to see if I'm dating a 25 year old which is so weird um and then why would it work in the reverse? Like they're like they're young, like 38 is too. Uh, anyway, I just have I haven't figured out like the equation of dating in New Haven yet. Um, yeah. I think there's also like in terms of like a lack of diversity that is playing its hand a skosh. <laughs> Um, unsurprising. Yeah. Just thinking about Connecticut. Yeah. I guess I didn't. It's, and I have dated outside of my race, so that's not, it's not like in issue, but I guess I, I feel like I would have to have more questions like, so do you know what Black Lives Matter is? <laughs> um, do you know what R&B stands for? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is that terrible? Like, like, the things that I wouldn't, like, usually have to ask. Like, I, I feel like there's, I'm having a hard time screening for that. Um, so, yeah. 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 I remember yeah. very clearly in 2008 when you were asking me a lot of those questions. I mean, not not Black Lives Matter at the time. <laughs> You're like, do you know what this is? I was like, no. <laughs> and then, like, obviously, it works out. It's fine. But it's just like. But you shouldn't have to do that. And also, it's no. like, you know, it, it's not. Okay. As someone who grew up in the state of Connecticut and does love it very much, there is also a weird, like, A, there's lack of diversity. And it is like a in general, a very liberal state, but there is also like a rural element of Connecticut and a like creepy, like, you know, creepy, like Blue Lives Matter y kind of, like, even people who aren't necessarily Trumpy. Like, I mean, I, I think that's everywhere, but I feel like those people are more common than anything just from like tracking people I, people I went to high school with on social media. I'll sometimes see something and be like, oh, you don't. You don't believe in vaccines. You know, someone who's like generally liberal, just like stuff like that, where I'm like, what? And it's again, I know this happens everywhere. And probably in the Northeast, we're like the we have like the lowest incidences of that. But coming from a big city into like a not big city is a fucking culture shock. Yeah, my dad's in Connecticut and like there was like big MAGA boat going like it's it's not. Yeah, I feel like also I grew up in Massachusetts, same, same, but different. It's it's that like quiet racism instead of something more overt. And it's almost worse in so many ways. It's just like everyone in Boston is fucking white or it's just so segregated. That's not true. Not ever. But like it's just my high school was so white. I was. It, it's so, I don't know. New England has something, something yeah, it's, it's interesting. Something. It's uh, something I had like never thought about. I, I, not having ever been or lived in New England before, but like mm-hmm. in my head, had I thought like someone was like, "Oh, do you think that'd be?" It should be like, "No, what are you talking about?" Like New York's right there. Like, yeah, why, why, why would they? <laughs> um, and they do. They they certainly do. Uh, <sighs> but you know what? I'm ex- just <laughs> lowering the age, but I think also. Like before, like in Chicago, I would never do anything like more than like 15 miles. Like if I couldn't take the L to see the person, like it just wasn't happening. Um, and I don't think I can do that here because like it's I 
like it's and maybe this would only mean anything to YouTube, but like if somebody's in maybe Branford is correct, like at first I was like, Mah, a car. But I think like one, most people have cars and like that's not crazy. Like I think even to the point like for one of the apps I like didn't say like any distance was a deal breaker. And then there are some like people in New York like swiping on me and I'm like, really? Well, I mean, obviously that could just be No, but grand wanna, scheme, you know, New York, sex. New York's not that far. Oh, boobs, no. things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is just based there's also on the like, like a, but yeah, yeah. There's also a world of like people who commute to New York who live between yes. New Haven and New York that like you know I think in general those tend to be like older people who are married but I also know that like a lot of people bounced on the city in the pandemic because they were like why the fuck do I pay to live in this shoebox where I can't go outside you know like so there's there's all thing the the first like weekend that you're in New York I, I feel like we're gonna have to do some yeah. some like intense swiping and investigation and scoping up the scene yeah. and I yeah. need like a similar Liza provided like a train training uh for me <laughs> And... I gave Carlin a mystical trains of the Northeast presentation, complete with a hand-drawn map. <laughs> and Color it's great, <laughs> and it's literally on my fridge. <laughs> um, Except everything. She's like, okay, wait, so Brooklyn's tiny, and, like, everything's <laughs> massively out of proportion. And right. She was, it, like, I was it's like, so... why don't, like, what's the one She was that... like, oh, JFK and LaGuardia are next to each other. Right. And I was like, mm, they're not. I just drew Long Island, like, the th- the thinness of a pencil. She puts at the top, like not drawn to see. I was like, "All oh, right, you're right, you're right." But on the map, I was like, "Oh, that's so nice. Like you could go to either one." I don't know why people are always complaining about those airports. <laughs> and it's like obviously not drawn to scale <laughs> without a ruler. What we were just freehanding it. But honestly, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure a fifth grader who lives in the in the tri-state area could have drawn a better, more to scale map than I did. When I like <laughs> zoomed out and looked at it, I was like, "Oh, that's really insane." But, you know. It's okay. You're not an engineer or cartographer. <laughs> Wait, Carlin, what about Stanford? Does, is that any better? Do Stanford people pop up? I feel like young people live in Stanford. Is this something I'm making up? Guys, sorry for all the, the kinetic geography. No, 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 no. I think I have seen that. And I'm tr- I'm trying to be, like, a little bit more, like, loose about the locations. Because I'm – I mean, I don't have a car. So, like, I mean, I, I guess I could take the train – um, but I think, yeah, I think I, you know, am open to it because I mean, not that there wouldn't be a person in New Haven because I think it's kind of crazy, like with Yale and whatnot, but like currently from what I've seen, not, not there, but that's okay. Although there's this one really cute guy and I was like, oh, and I texted Liza and I was like, Bumble is so much better. And I was convinced that like he had swiped me because he like kept coming on top of the deck. And then I was like, okay, great. I'm like in a moment where I could like reply and I swiped and he had it and he hasn't done it back. And I was like, you were like the only like cute, reasonable, probably not racist guy that I had seen on Bumble and like didn't even swipe, which is fine that he didn't. But it was just like one of those things that I was like, oh boy, I gotta, I really gotta figure this algorithm out. I don't know. Screenshot, reverse image search. I know. Show up at his place of business. No, I'm kidding. Please don't do that. I feel like his name was Paul. <laughs> Paul, Sorry. Paul, if you're out, just there. walk around the streets of New Haven screaming, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I am picturing you though at like the bar. That's not the undergrad bar, but like 
I, I don't know why it's like cozy getting closer to winter time and it's like right. a meet cute in real life. Like I don't I know. know. Exactly. I'm like I, I feel that because there are other people working at the university. Yeah. There are people who are getting their PhDs who are I don't know. I went to grad school pretty like I was older. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of just for some reason I I see it. I'm totally on that vibe. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm like, maybe he'll just like pop up in real life and be like, you're amazing. I don't use the apps, but I've met you in person. I saw you on the sidewalk and I want to be together. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Paul plus Carlin for (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, anyone not named Paul, I guess, (laughs) if it's not going to be him. But he had great facial hair and like, like potential for a mustache if he just shaved the beard and you know Mm. i talk about mustaches all the time so we don't need to talk about it again although there's a character in white lotus that has a great mustache oh there is it's a good mustache yep the manager oh yeah 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 totally Um, all right okay well good good check-in i feel like you are circling some answers you're ruling out some things we'll continue to check in on this and see how the journey is going. Why don't we take like a real quick ad break and then we'll be back with pep talks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. Ooh, what a fun break that was. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. showed us some choice screenshots of some people she had matched with we are we now have visual confirmation that it's tough out there but that's why we're gonna have pep talks and it's gonna be great um i also think it's just good perspective for for everybody that it's you know we know we're talking from like new york dating and chicago dating and it's um there are places where yeah apps are different um, yeah, a okay. lot of you listening are like, we told you this so long ago. Sorry. Covering all the bases you. now. <laughs> we just needed to see it to believe it. Um, right. You really have to experience it. I also didn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we uh, are determined to figure it all out. City and not city dating. Okay. So we're going to read a quick uh, a quick story from our secret Facebook group that is just such a good story, such a great um a great sharing circle and uh it's going to it's going to pep us up to do all of the pep talks that we're going to do. We're going to do pep the- talks for different situations that people yes. our listeners find themselves in a lot. But here is a quick story from the secret Facebook group read with permission. I've been listening forever and I'm in love with my weekly date with this podcast. It's so relaxing to sit in a bubble bath and hang out with my most favorite internet girlfriends. Oh, thank you. I wanted to contribute my story to give hope to any eyes that see this and need some good ass vibes. Fuck yeah. Quarantine opened my eyes to what I needed, both physically and emotionally in a relationship. I found myself lost, depressed, isolated. You all know. I realized quickly that my relationship at the time was unhealthy and unfulfilling, even unsafe to be t- to be nice at times. That's sad. I'm sorry and scary. Because of the mandatory quarantine, 
I was literally trapped. It wasn't feasible to rent by due to the restrictions in place. Long story short, I spent my time outside in the neighborhood. I discovered friendships and connections with people on a genuine level with a sense of vulnerability and honesty. I got real with myself and didn't feel a need to excuse any of my behavior because let's be real, we all acted a fool during quarantine. Correct. What happened during the process was amazing. I left something toxic and found the most amazing man for me. We had a whirlwind romance during a crisis and were able to come out of the pandemic as a fierce duo ready to face the world. My neighbor. Um, teeth, teeth clenched emoji. I don't know how to say that. Uh, I, feel, I felt obligated to share for so many reasons. Most importantly, I, was, I never was in tune with what I actually needed in a relationship until I was confined to a space that was void of basically everything necessary in a functional relationship. It took, took courage to leave that blank space. I was concerned about what people would say, my family would think, my life would adapt, etc. I was basically scared more for everything other than my own happiness and well-being. Fuck all that, though. Judgment or fear of judgment should not control you. I had to and still do remind myself of my worth. I can't live a genuine life or a love with all I have if I'm distracted by haters and critics. I firmly believe that those that prey on your potential failures are garbage cans. Rather than allow them <laughs> witness your fall, rise up, babe. You are worth watching. I tell my story because I believe we all deserve a ratchet fairy tale. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is perfect, but don't sell yourself short. There are amazing humans all around you. Clear your space and allow it to be full of something beautiful. No matter your current disaster, there are beautiful people around to help you with your personal reser- renovation. I'm now happily married to my actual significant other, and I live across the street from and I live across the street from my ex, Laffy Face. My husband makes me better every day. I'm the happiest I've ever been, and I never thought this level of love or trust was attainable. Never lose hope and keep dating, or learn to be in love with you, and that's plenty. Cheers. Ugh. Well said. Yeah. So well said. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Like, what other pep talk do we need? Like, yeah, like signing off. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the opening and closing remarks to our <laughs> exactly. rally. Um, yep. Okay. Bye bye. So good. <laughs> I mean, it's so cool. I am like so. And again, before we get into, go into all of these pep talks, and I think the listener who wrote this spoke to this well, but I just want to remind everyone, like, we don't think you need to be in a relationship to be happy. This podcast is not to encourage you to go into a relationship. It's, encur- it's to encourage you not to be afraid of dating, as Kimmy and I always were for so much of our lives, and to try to make dating fun again if you want to be dating. Dating doesn't have to be to lead to a relationship it can just be fun getting to know strangers having drinks with them opening yourself up to connections of all kinds so i'm just giving that opening thesis statement which i think this listener speaks to really well basically just like fuck it all fuck judgment fear of judgment all of these things shouldn't control you i'm quoting from a smart listener but before we go into all of these things where it could sound like we're giving you pep talks to find a man and lock it down, that's not how we feel. And I know Kimmy and I have both been happy single, happy in relationships, unhappy single, unhappy in relationships. That's my big fat disclaimer. Liza, I really, really love that. And I would like us to record part of that as like a new intro for like what this podcast is about. It, that was so great. Thesis so statements. Like, yeah. like, yeah, two things can be true. You can want a relationship, and we have an episode coming out after the week after this one, I think, with Shaney Silver, who we've had on before. Like, we talk about the reality of, like, you can want a relationship, and you can also get really comfortable and, and find the joy in being single. Those things, we've been told, like, you're not supposed to be happy single, but that's a BS lie, and I wish I learned to enjoy being single when I was single 
Because I was actually pretty happy. I just thought I wasn't supposed totally. to. Totally. Like, being single is not something to fix. It's just that if you want to be dating or looking for a partner, we want to make it not scary. So, like, yeah. that's it. We don't think anything is wrong with anybody being single. Um, but I, I'm mostly saying that because this listener stated that really well. Liza, I feel like that was pep talk number one. You just did yeah. a pep talk for yes. somebody, for somebody f- who like wants doesn't want to date right now. Totally. That was a great pep talk for that. Totally. Go engage with all of Shaney Silver's content and we'll have her here next week. But if you don't want to date, fuck yeah. I hope you keep listening to us just because. But also, Shaney's, Shaney's the, uh, the chick for you too. That was it. Anybody want to go next? <laughs> okay, should we, should we do – Kimmy came up with really smart prompts. Should we do one of those? I can pose one. <laughs> Yes. Let's, okay, yeah. ready? A pep talk for someone who has put in all the work, swipes, dates, but can't find a match. Who wants one? I hate the way I worded that. Sorry. Because it's right it, it's right in line with what you were just saying. Can't no, find a match. But that's, like, that's why not. I, but lots of people do yeah. want partners. And that's fine, too. Yeah. It, it truly is. It's, that's, you know, I wanted to give the pep talk because... You, you're allowed to enjoy being single and also want a partner. Some people want to get married and have kids, and that's really important. You know, it's like we're allowed to want whatever we want. We also should just be happy where we are. Here's the thing. If you're going on a lot of dates – and sorry, I'm going to start riffing and jump in with a pep talk. If you're going on a lot of dates, it, you know, can feel kind of overwhelming, really depressing. It can be, you know, painful. It can – you can just get dark. I think a lot of like dates that don't go anywhere, we tend to think about like, oh, it's a rejection of me. Oh, it's a rejection of me. It becomes all about our our egos, which is totally normal and right. Dates are vulnerable things we put ourselves on. Um, that's why I didn't go on a lot of first dates until this podcast. Instead, I went on a lot of like 60th dates with people who were never going to commit to me that were barely even dates anyway. We were watching things on a couch. Oh, God. Anyway, I think that like when you can try to take the – try to reframe the way you're looking at those dates, it's like – actually really really great like okay haven't found your match well guess what if it's a good match it's really hard to find it's not not everyone's going to be your match so the fact that you're just like going on the dates and doing the thing as hard as it is as much as it sucks uh but not like getting yourself in situations like this listener who just wrote in where you're kind of in something that's not the match is at least you're not settling. You're not settling. It's really fucking hard. But if you can take your ego out of that thing and that's so much easier said than done, it's not it's not a rejection of you. It's a million other things. And it's you rejecting these people a lot of the time, you know, that's my start. <laughs> I think that's good. I think it's, you know, have high intention and low attachment. I think for me, like, for my kind of theory for online dating, I think a lot of people in like the last time I was on, we even talked about like, you know, why dating is hard. But I really try to like not think about online dating like that, like, oh, online dating is hard because then I'm already setting the intention that I'm going to have like a bad time now there are times it's like oh new city it'll be great it'll be just as easy as chicago did that work out not so not really but like you know also just like reconfiguring my expectations around the experience but i'm never going to sacrifice the standard that i have that i because i would like to be in a relationship but it's fine if it doesn't work out but the relationship that i'm looking for is like peak levels of everything, maximum amount of fun. So if I can't, if I'm not getting that from someone, then I feel like it's just like 
keep it moving because like I do not want to do anything less. And I have like a little tactic, like assuming it was like an okay experience and not bad, like I'll think back on the dates and think about like what characteristics I like and like how it would add up to um, this like, you know, relationship in my mind that I'm not going to sacrifice for settle for something else. And it's like just different things. Like for the last guy that I dated in Chicago, we just like went on one date and it was fine, but it kind of fizzled out. Like he sent me his a Spotify playlist and like one of my favorite artists now that I hadn't heard of was like on his playlist. And like that is something that I can take from that experience and value it or even just learning things about myself. Like I want to laugh like all the time with my person, which I don't do in every relationship, but there was, I can't remember the code name, Adam. <laughs> it was Adam, but we had like a really great time. And so now I know that I want to look for that. So I think everything if you can like decrease the attachment to like, you know, what does this say about me? But it's like, what did I get out of that? And maybe you don't get like any kind of like quality from that person, but I think it's still the experience to know that like you didn't settle. Claire Car Crawley, I didn't settle for men like that. <laughs> but also true. And another thing that harkens back to the Lister thing is that like being in the wrong relationship is so much worse than being single. Yes. 85,000 times. Yes. It's so much worse. Yes. Now, now that I'm in my first serious relationship, I, they're fucking hard. They're hard and you have to compromise all the time. And I miss not compromising. Sorry. Yeah. I do. <laughs> totally. Not enough. Like, because there is maximum fun in this relationship and, and maximum love. I just like, <laughs> I'm pretty selfish, I realize. And I wish I had like enjoyed the independence and uh, – um. Being allowed to be selfish when totally good. Shaney said it great. We, we recorded with her like at 1 p.m. today, like like right before we recorded this episode. Oh so I, she's very top of mind. And I'm not just like hyping up our episode for next week, although it will be great. Um, But she said it great. She's like the worst day to start appreciating your single freedom is the day you meet someone like appreciate it now. Like it's mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. That's a pep talk from Shaney. <laughs> that was good, Thanks. Carlin. That was very good. I felt pepped. 100%. Um, okay. What's next? Oh, should we? I love I love this one. Okay. A pep talk for someone who gets ghosted after three good dates. Lots of people have been in this scenario. I have. Yeah, or any amount. I just, I mean, like, we mean real ghosting, not someone stops texting you back on the app. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> If he, yeah. like, you know, if he doesn't have the balls to keep, that's like, I think that's the same as, like, if a basic level of communication, like, if he or she cannot do that, like, you do not, like, keep it moving. Like, that, I, I almost, and not that I've always been like this in the moment for my own, like, ghosting experiences, but it's more, it's like a thank you for showing me who you were or are like right in that moment even yeah, if it was like it wasn't six dates right six dates six months a year like oh my god so yeah fuck them 
it's very aligned with the pep talk we just gave. I'm realizing every thing I want to say is like, okay, right now, right now it stings. You're feeling like very rejected and you have every right to be upset, hurt, mad because this person was incredibly disrespectful to you by just stopping talking to you instead of being an adult. But here's my, this isn't really part of the pep talk, but strategy, I don't even think it's worth calling them out. It's just like, just keep it moving. Okay. And fuck them. And thank you so much for showing me this when you did. And now you won't have to lose more time and do something really nice for yourself. What are you going to, what's your favorite thing? Is it getting your hair done? Is it like drinking a spicy margarita? That's my favorite thing. (laughs) Going to the movies and eating popcorn in the movie theater? I like that too. I don't know. (laughs) Just like, just good riddance. And like, life is short too. So. Thank God we figured that out. Totally. And that you did, you figured it out when you did, you know? And also just remember, like, I just think this is a good pep talk across the board. That was not your person. Because if it was your person, they wouldn't have treated you disrespectfully. So ultimately, you figured that out sooner than them lying to you about who they are, were hiding who they were. You, some people hide who they are. I mean, I just watched a goddamn true crime series. Ooh, I could have done that in my consumption. Where the guy was lying for 12 years to his wife, and then, you know, he probably murdered her. It, this That got dark. But What's that series? I just need to know. It's Sorry. on Hulu. It's, it's like oh. an ABC news series called Wild Something. It's about a woman who, a guy, a guy who, who's had two separate wives died in very, very strange accidents. And it was like only after... What? Like staircase. Uh, exactly. 100%. 100%. I love, I love things like that. But this. basically, Sorry. like, <laughs> I won't spoil what happened because it's kind of, it's four, it's four, like, hour-long episodes. Um, And it, I watched them all in the middle of the night two nights ago. I couldn't sleep two nights ago. And I was like, what's going to help? I'll watch this horribly dark thing about this true sociopath who lied ferociously. Like, all this crazy shit. Um, I'll look it up right now. So Is I, it wild but, crime? Yes. Wild and crime. it happened in a national park. And this yeah. fucking woman who's she's a, she's a federal investigator who works for the Park Service. And she is such a fucking badass. Just one of those investigators who was like, I was not giving up and I devoted every waking hour. I also devoted sleeping hours. I was getting this fucking guy. I knew something wasn't right. I she chased down every she just was like such a badass, like steely gray haired badass. Um. <clears throat> But it's like truly and obviously not even in times in ways that dark. But people do lie to people they marry, to people they have kids with. They show you who they are in horrible ways way down the line. You, this was not your person. And you dodged a bullet and you did it without wasting an excess of time. And even if it's someone you've been dating for four years and then you realize they're an asshole, that's still time that you're handed back. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Oh. Gosh, I actually think the murder example is quite good. Right? You really never know. You never totally know. not to scare everyone. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, what it's a true. But the thing is, is that sometimes I think you do know, and that mm. is like the strongest mm. feeling. Yes, like there is, yes, and, yes, and yes. people do trust and get betrayed. And there's, a, we all carry our own baggage with us that makes us trust people for the wrong reasons, or never trust people. Or like we do all have to work that out within ourselves how we give and understand trust but you do that with your therapist you spend time doing that with your therapist and then you know how to trust yourself and trust somebody else and then sometimes you really can trust someone 
And, you know, mm-hmm. luckily my partner is very, very squeamish around blood or any kind of <laughs> – he doesn't like violent movies. I think we're good, <laughs> but you, yeah. you, you do also never know. This is going to get dug dug up at some trials somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really dark. Oh Jesus. It, okay. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say this on recording. I'm like, I'm if, if there were going to be a problematic one in the relationship I'm in, it's probably me. I have the temper. Like, there would be all the signs pointing to Kimmy. No, I'm not a murderer. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if anyone has to worry, it's, it's not me. All right, or so it is, I love yeah. that you know that about yourself, though. I know that about myself in this relationship. That's and nice. that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. <laughs> Where I'm not scared of my problem. Oh my God. Yeah, that totally works for you. Oh, I love it. See? <laughs> Put it on the vision board. Everyone <laughs> oh boy. I'm I would never do anything to another person. God, oh no. Look, it's the thing is, is that this this is real. We we have to laugh about stuff like this because women are in date. We've we've all probably felt in physical danger at different points in our life yeah. from men, not necessarily intimate partners, but just in the world. So you gotta laugh, or, you, or you'd cry. <laughs> oh I, don't know. I don't know who the fuck that was, but it's <laughs> amazing. Was I love she? It. <laughs> oh, uh, what's a good next one? Yeah, Carly, do you want to pick one? Any of them, or or one from your own mind? Okay, a pep talk for someone who wants to meet someone but doesn't like dating apps. Totally get it. I think I th- I think people put give too much power to that app. Like I think okay, there's one thing now if it's like doesn't like dating apps because like they're scary and people get murdered just on that topic. Totally fair. I think there are ways to set it up so that you can feel safe, but like beyond that, if it's um you know, like meeting like essentially like talking to strangers, it's kind of like how we've said several episodes ago but like you are the casting director you can be whatever you want to be i'm not saying be someone else but like you don't have to show every side of you like in the first conversations you have on a dating app like keep i keep it very basic to like food specifically cheese and then like (laughs) something that i feel strongly about in my new thing which i've realized about myself is that i exclusively use grill lighters for any like flame needs specifically like candles i don't know how to use matches matches or a the (laughs) one a regular lighter lighter. yeah like everything you always say that makes so much sense Because, like, look at this candle right here. Look at this candle. It's on my desk. Right. How do you, how do you do anything light it? Without a light it. I was shopping lighter. with a friend once, and it had, like, a very tall, like, cylindrical candle. She's like, but how would you light it? And I was like, what are you talking about? You use your grill lighter. And look she at how was just like. my thumb just got when I lit this candle. <laughs> right. I would hate that. <laughs> Truly, it looks like you've been at the oil rig all day. Carlin. <laughs> Can you just come go through everything in my apartment and just tell me what to do differently? And they have like flexi grill lighters now. Anyway, so and it's like see how like disarming of a conversation that is like I just it's easy or at least for me and this is just me, but like to be silly. So I feel like if you if you take the pressure off of it, it's like, oh, I have to be so perfect and I have to like share all these sides of me. Just share like one like itty bitty side. I mean, I think that's like the whole like casting director thing, but then also like us as like former actors. Um, like you just have to talk about 
something that isn't like really a big deal just until you're more, more comfortable you don't have to come out guns blazing about like your deepest passions and fears and things like that like just just take it easy and then if you like their vibe you can continue and get into the serious conversation but like don't don't give the app any more power than it. It doesn't need any. Don't give it any power. Actually, screw that. Th- I mean, keep it on your phone and like use it if you want. But like, just don't. You are the casting director. You make the rules. And also, that rule could be like, I don't want to use dating apps. So maybe this pop talk doesn't mean anything. But I think it's just like keep up, be the casting director, and like feel secure in that. And like, you're good, baby. Good. Can I add to that just in terms of the swiping piece or like the yes. actual being on the app? Because yeah. I have noticed, and I don't disagree with it, but there's a lot of like, you know, apps are – okay, one, yes, apps, people – it's kind of the problem with the internet right now and trolls. Like people feel this agency to be awful and, um, you know, about bodies, about being racist. Like it's – all. People are monsters on the apps. We just, Carlin was showing us like the anti-vax vibes on the apps. It's just, yeah, they can be very detrimental to one's, you know, mental health and so then get off of them. But to your point, Carlin, when it's, when it's just about giving power to the app or when people are like, these are corporations and blah, 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 that's all fine. But like, it's 2021, like I almost feel like when people are like, you know, just so negative about the apps and how they've ruined dating, like how about let's just get with the times? It kind of feels like the same argument. Like it's a new way to meet people. And yes, it's got its problems, but so did like meeting some stranger at the bar and maybe getting murdered later as well. And people said lewd things to you on the streets. <laughs> lewd, am I, it is the 1920s now. Um, but I just feel like it almost reminds me of when like, oh, this is not a great example, but I'm just, just like trying to, I don't, I don't think it helps anyone to just like blame the apps or call them, you know, these big corporate things that never want you to meet anyone. It's just another tool that we're using. It almost reminds me of when people don't want to get with like electric cars in the future. But it's like we can't stay in the past and just glorify the past. Like it's just changing. Figure it out. I, I don't know. That is not very peppy. But I just I think if like that's the issue, if it's not good for you, put the app down. But if it's a broader, like, I just don't like them. I don't like what they're doing to society. I mean, I don't like what the internet did to society, but it's a thing and it, it helps us connect through this global pandemic. So that, sorry, that's a, that was a rant, not a pep talk, but. No, I, I mean, so those things are important for people to hear too. And I'll add to this, like, I have never been on apps and it was because I avoided it because I was insecure about people swiping on me. And now with a little hindsight, I realized like that first of all I know too many people like dozens of people who met like someone they love so deeply and intensely on the app one of whom is on this podcast you know like like you can't just I don't think you can discount the app not a murderer yeah exactly because of how many like couples who have found really who have really fulfilling relationships have met on the apps um I will say I understand being insecure about the apps or feeling like it's not you or feeling like you need to meet someone in person and get a, a read of their aura to know if you're attracted to them. I agree with all those things. So just thinking about if that's why you're afraid of the apps. I would say one way or another, if you want to meet someone, you're going to have to make some effort to put yourself out there. 
if you don't want to do the apps, it's talking to every single one of your friends and saying, who are your single friends? List them. Let's talk about them. Are any of them right for me? Will you set me up? Will you put me on a blind date? Will you invite me to your dinner party where they're at? Which is fine. I've done that. When I was single, I was like, who's got single friends, you know? Um, I've also had people do that to me, and I've been like, fuck yeah, let's think through this. I, I, I have a passion for matchmaking in my head. Um, two people who got married who didn't know each other met at a, at a rager that I threw at my apartment and from totally different spheres of life. I will always brag about that. Uh, what? Who I know. We don't have to do this. Okay. Anymore. Molly and JJ. It, but yeah. Okay. So um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so like, yes to that. But you'll also have to go out more. You'll have to. We had an amazing guest at some point be like, I, I like to read books on public park benches, you know, and just like see who's around, strike up conversations. So you will have to do that because people and this is I'm talking to probably my younger self who had the logical fallacy that the right person would knock on my apartment door and be like, hello, I'm here. And in one way or another, you're going to have to put yourself out there and it sucks. And I hated it. And I understand why you hate it. If you do hate it, I think the apps facilitates that. And you can do it like from your couch, which is really appealing. Like, like a lot of things, the internet has a lot of cons, but a pro is that everything is easier now. Everything, ordering food, looking up movie times, investigating who you want to go on dates with. All of that is made more convenient. So I would look at it as a tool if as a tool for convenience or say, fuck it. I'm not going to be on the apps. I'm going to join a Zog sports team and I'm going to go to trivia nights and I'm going to ask all my friends to set me up with their friends and I'm going to like be really proactive about this and I'm going to use like my network as the apps. Um, But you can expect that. I I don't think you can expect that someone will stumble into your path without exerting some kind of like um, outward effort towards like, hello, I'm looking to meet someone. A signal. Totally. Yeah. Do you think that the park bench reading was Hannah Orenstein, Liza? I think it was. Yeah. She also, she was rehabbing her dating life. And I I wonder if she. Oh my God, I saw this. Yeah. She um, put her number in someone playing music uh, in the park. She like put a tip in her number. She then went on a date and it (laughs) didn't go well. And just I would I would shout out following her. She is the dating editor at Elite Daily, but she just is like really maybe when you're so in the end, she's just so like that date didn't work out. Like if you're looking for some help around like putting effort in sometimes, not putting it in other times, but like it's just a date and this is how it went and that's where we go. And yeah, I, like for me, everything you just described about joining a sports team and going to a trivia night sounds way more stressful and hard yeah. and like sliding my number across the bar, terrifying, you know? I mean, badass, Same. but I, I'm a baby. So the app worked for me. But you're right. It's just like what what feels like more work to you? Totally. What is, you know. Or like we're coming, you know, well, in theory, we're mostly vaccinated and, and trying to be in a, in a post-pandemic world. It's going the way it's going. You guys watch <laughs> the news. But you can also, we were doing this a little bit when Car- when I went to New Haven and Carlin and I went out. I was like, who do you like? I'm going to go talk to them for them, whatever. You can also say like, hey, let's go out to like a, a girlfriend. Let's go out with the intention of like giving our, each giving our number to three people and just say, fuck it. It'll be fun. It'll be funny. It's stupid. Who cares? Like, and do it it's together. A great story. Yeah. yeah. If not, like, what did you do last night? We I went out with a friend and we just gave our numbers out. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, 
there are always I mean I'm a thirsty bitch but there is always at least one guy at a bar that I think is attractive so if you stay there all night you're gonna see a couple and you know I highly recommend it I think everybody should do this at least once in their life is um give their number to a stranger which the sentence sounds weird but you know what I mean like I was at when I was younger I would do it all the time but I was at brunch and there are these two guys they're really cute one was dressed like he was going on a run, so I didn't give him my number because I didn't want to ever have to do that with him. And we went on a couple of dates, and it didn't work out, but, like, also it was fine. And I think the other thing for me, so, like, those kind of, like, in-person interactions, and this is just something that I value, it's, like, once you... It is so fucking ballsy. Like, I am the queen, hear me roar, here's my number, do what you want with it. But I think it also, like, I have never had a guy been, like, Oh, gross. Why are you talking to me? They always get this huge smile on their face. Like, even if they're taken or it doesn't, they're not interested. Like, I, and this is like one of my things, like creating joy for other people, like, really makes me feel fulfilled. So, like, that kind of, that kind of interaction just like always works out for me. Cause even if we don't date, I put some positivity out into the world. I haven't, try to do this like in a covid world so like you know results may vary but i think it's ugh, i think it's so good like rip off that fucking band-aid and see like all the things that we can do but we build it up in our head that we can't do it because society says we shouldn't you know um approach a man or whatever or whatever but like just fucking do it it's so good i i literally like want to get on a train in new york right now as i'm like let's do it i haven't done it like do three in the night like that but that's i'm ready Get, like, Next time you come, that's the thing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I went to a Wait. bachelorette party last weekend, and we went to a place. I'm not going to call it out, but it was the hottest server I've ever had. And it was a group of, like, ten drunk girls. We were like, are you single? What's your deal? And he was such a, like, trooper about it. And one girl in our group, just the end of the night, gave him his number, gave him her number. And he texted her. And they are going to go on a date. Oh my god! Yeah, so fucking fun. He was so so hot. I have a video or pic I can show you. Like truly, like a someone who I would have been intimidated to give my number to, and she was just like, "Yeah, fuck." I mean, we were also all tanked, but you know, what are you gonna do? (laughs) But sometimes that helps. Who fucking cares? Sometimes you feel sexy when you got a little buzz. I usually that's usually when I've made moves on people. A hundred percent of the time, she's been drunk. So. I love that. But just, Carlin, I so love how you made it about you, too. I just wanted to quickly call that out. Like, yeah, like if it was just like I'd be more likely to be able to give my number. If it was like I want to do this for me because it will feel scary, like an interview or like anything scary you ask for or a promotion, like um, not only jobs, but, you know, making it about yourself or or bringing other people joy, which is a very because you're an angel. I'm a devil. I wouldn't really think about that. <laughs> But, you know, making it about you instead of like, what's the reaction of the other person going to be? Also, yeah, if anyone of any kind of any place time ever came up to me and asked for my number or gave me their number, I would be, my day would be made. Oh, my God. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that doesn't happen to me. (laughs) I know. A crazy person. I was walking Chloe, my dog, at like midnight a couple weeks ago, and a crazy man walked up to me and good. And I, you know, I, I just. Like, you know, I made eye contact with him briefly and I probably did the like tiny, tiniest smile like this. Like, you know, like when you ha- you ha- almost have to if you accidentally make eye contact with someone. But then it's like and a goddamn invitation. To and them. then he turns around and comes back and walks toward me and goes, hey, this might seem like a lot, but will you take me home? And I was like, no. 
Sorry. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I fucking that didn't make sense. <laughs> I also he's like laying out his situation. Will you take me home? Like you already yeah, know like, what you need you to do for him. Like, like I was also like, it was like he didn't seem like someone who was was um housing insecure, but he did seem like a good like New York kind of like kook. You know, just someone yeah. you walk by and you're like, you only exist here. And I don't know what your deal is, but it's definitely weird. <laughs> Can I share a story that it's a, it will take us a little bit to the right, but it's related to the like good old fashioned kook? Yes. It's just a, like it's another it's an approaching someone in a while, but not from a romantic phase. I was hiking in L.A. That stupid basic runyon. So it's very like open air, lots of people, lots of dogs. You walk on cement up a hill. That's basically what you do. I was, there was a man who was just a kook as well, just kind of running and then screaming, but like, you know, very clean. Like, and he would be housing insecure as well. I don't actually know anything, but he just seemed a little kooky. But it was like a little bit loud. And, you know, he was, you know, also saying, have a great day, but also like kind of talking to himself. So, I had noticed him, whatever, everything was okay, even though he was randomly screaming. And then this this girl comes up to me on my way back down the hill. And she's like, hi, do you live around here? And I was like, what? No. Like, excuse me? She's like wearing her little sweatshirt from her college and I won't totally expose who this person was. And she goes, I'm sorry. I'm just really freaked out. That guy was kind of coming close to me and like talking to himself right by me and kept coming up to me and he had like weirdly turned around again and I was like oh and I was like walk with me I realized I, I'm like the old lady now this girl's like 21 <laughs> but we had a nice moment where she's like I'm from New York what's it like here am I in a dangerous neighborhood like last night someone followed me to my car and said they were gonna slip my throat so I'm just really freaked out so I just got kind of scared and this guy did come kind of close to us again and I was like maybe he was getting a little close to you but anyway I just it was she was so cute and she was like can I get your number and it was like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just craving this post-pandemic. But I was like, yeah, we can talk to each other in the wild. And she was so sweet. And I was like, no, you're in an okay neighborhood. Like, it's going to be okay. This is, I said it. it was like, this is just like picture Union Square. Like, this is just that. Don't be scared here. But like, what happened to you last night sucks. Anyway, shout out to that girl. Oh, that's so, so cute. I, I mean, love connecting with random people. Oh it does. And thank God she and found also, you. It's like, you're like, yes, former New Yorker. I'll, like, yeah, just yeah. went up to anyone like I was so proud of her not to be like an old because she was just like she was so smart she was like I'm feeling really uncomfortable I'm gonna like just go up to another lady and yes. we're gonna walk together 100%. and just to like her point he someone. then got way closer to us and was like kind of the way he's talking he was saying have a good day to like a lot of the guys he was passing with when he was near us and talking to himself he was talking about some bitch and list so it was a little oh, no. I totally get it so yeah anyway I just like I love her so Gosh, she's out there too. do you guys still text does she want to come on i know she never texted me she genuinely got my number and she was like i'll put it as kimmy from runyon and like she's like i'm calling you now so you have my number and yeah i just she didn't text me i that would have been really fun see it's possible i mean especially post-pandemic i feel like everyone is craving this is a pep talk about human connection everyone's craving human yeah. connection <laughs> I like have talked to more random. I I did not used to be someone who like chatted up random people in New York, but now I'm like you know I was at physical yeah. therapy the other day and the woman next to me like laughed at some song that came on and we chatted. You know, just as like I feel more open to connection because I'm like 
hi, I'm yeah. a person. You know, it's like it's it's tough, and it's a good. I think a lot of people feel that way, even like fuck fuck boys. You know, <laughs> not that I'm steering you towards fuck boys. I'm just saying we all need connection, and it's okay to be open to it in the wild. Sorry that I took us on that detour. I just not at all. No, I loved I, that. I think I'm that here was for that's the good. Stories. Yeah, give your number to anyone. <laughs> to anyone, yeah. or or woman, older woman who looks like she could protect you yeah. at a park. <laughs> yeah, hundred so percent, guys. I, I feel like we've. Re- I feel much peppier than I did at the beginning of this episode. I I'm pepped. Are you guys pepped? Yes, I'm pepped. Should we read our last one and we could do a pep talks part two with some of the things we didn't get to? Because totally this is fun. Yeah, I no? like it. I feel like you know, dating podcast is a great place to just have some pep talk episodes. But we'll read our second listener story slash pep talk and then totally and if you need a pep talk on anything specific send it to us yes send it to us because yes 100 percent. okay that was really unnecessary to say out loud okay all right around four years ago i think november 2017 which is the beginning of this podcast oh boy i think i think I found the pod because they were <laughs> – this is funny. I actually referenced this on another episode. Sorry, Carlin. This is good. Wait. I found the pod because they were liking photos on Instagram to get people to see their account. <laughs> Kimmy and Liza, if you ever wondered if that worked, it did. <laughs> so that was Kimmy's brilliance. I don't know what I was doing. Um, my dating woes were different than Kimmy's, but making myself go on more dates was definitely something I needed to do. It took me a while to start, and I definitely didn't go on one a week. Listening to the pod made me feel less alone in the dating world. Thank you for saying that. Um, it helped me get out of my comfort zone. Thank you for saying that too. Hell, I'd say it even helped me get the confidence to ask a pretty important question. On May 25th, 2018, I met my, oh, sorry. I just, I, I did get permission to read this, but that feels so specific. Um, I met my fiance and through most of the first two years of our relationship, he took the big steps forward first. Two years and many, many conversations later, we knew we wanted to spend our lives together and marriage was a part of that. I decided that I did not want to wait for wait around for him to ask and I was going to do what I wanted. So on Memorial Day in 2020, mid-quarantine and also what we mark as our anniversary, I gave him an ex- quote-unquote exploding box with a smaller box inside that when he took the lid off, pulled out pieces of paper that said, will you marry me, tied to a ribbon with a silicone band tied to the end. He said yes, and we set to planning our wedding. It's been a crazy year for so many reasons, and we've had to change our thoughts, plans, and ideas multiple times. September 26th, we finally became husband and wife. Yay. I just want to say congratulations. congratulations. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's a part of this community. The pod is amazing, and without it, I wouldn't have found my person. And without this community, I wouldn't have felt the support I needed to trust that this one was really different. You're all amazing. I hope everyone here finds what they're looking for, no matter what it is. Oh. Um. Just, what a good pep talk. We also have almost the same. Uh, we got engaged almost on the exact same day. I got engaged on May 13th, 2020. It's funny. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and the, the, the yeah, it sounds like we're just like oh, reading nice things about the podcast. But it's really like the community. And that's what's so fun about the Secret Facebook group. And that's, I mean, this is not a, vent, a money-making venture like the Secret Facebook group. I, I You guys can join it or not. But I genuinely think it's the only, you know. The only good part of Facebook are these secret groups, as long as they're not anti-vax secret groups. <laughs> Our secret group is the only thing that's good on Facebook. Um, but I just congrats and thanks for writing in. That is really nice. And I am obsessed with you proposing. Thank God that happens, you know? Amazing. Yeah. Do it. Casting director. You're it. 
I love that. That was supposed play to my husband. That was supposed to be a pep, right? For I was about to say, I feel pepped. I have nothing else to add, right? I mean, like, oh yeah, that yeah. was supposed to be okay, a pep. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a big pep. Yeah, yeah. Like that is such good energy. I love that, and I think it's. And I, I know earlier when I was like, you know, oh, I hate to say that dating is hard or whatever, but I think it's, we all have these struggles, What should be a very basic concept. You meet somebody, you talk about cheese, like you continue to talk about cheese, you talk about real things, you date, you kiss, and then like, it should be easy. Like, I think the equation is one plus one in the answer, but then like all these other things come up and it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's just, you know, and, and people are crazy. I don't know where I'm going with this. This isn't a pep talk. But I think I guess I just want to say, like, um, what I like about this, the pod is that we're able to come on here and, like, I feel like we all have these same experiences and we think, like, oh, well, this worked for me. Like, it'll never happen again if you did what I did, which isn't the case because we all have such different experiences. But I really think it's just important to hear other people going through it but then also getting past it like for me right now I've been in a a place of like maybe it's just not gonna happen like I moved to New Haven for like a fantastic job but the universe is like well you can't have a fantastic job and a fantastic relationship you greedy little bitch like you can only have one (laughs) Um, which I hope that's not the case Uh, but like to hear these two specific stories it's like god right yeah it's so it's it's so worth it. And no matter when it comes, and I'm saying that anybody has to be in a relationship, that's just what I would like to have at some point in my life, that kind of like togetherness with someone for the maximum amount of fun. Like I'm having fun now just with myself because right, I don't have to make any compromises. Just Kimmy, as you were talking about it, I was like, that's right. You have to give up shit. That's a bunch of bull crap. But whatever. Holidays are coming up. You have to not do the holidays, holidays necessarily with your you people all the time. Fucking bunch of Fuck weekends that. with their friends. I actually really love Jeff's <laughs> friends. But at first, I was like, I don't want to do this. They're all really, really lovely people. But you think about all the things that you don't want to have to do in your life. You have to. It's twice of it when you've got like another person in your life. That's crazy. That's like more things I have to say no to. But like also. If the love is there, then, like, it's worth it. But so, like, I am excited for that stress whenever it wants to bring itself into my life. And as of right now, I'll just, you know, dodge these weird anti-vaxxers on the apps. Like, just just to get through it, man. (laughs) We've got to have – I should – I'll be back in New York November. We gotta, we've gotta, we got to have a night out on the town. I'm going to, like, since since it was such a, a mess when I was yes. on these. And time. a meetup, maybe? Oh, yeah. We said we would do that. And, and we'll we, all give everyone's numbers must. to three people. Yes! <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my yes. gosh. Ladies, We're enough doing of it. you. Yes, it'll be I like have... a workshop. If you've never done it before, come meet us at this Go. bar. We're all giving our numbers. We're <laughs> doing it. Guys, I, I'm going to give one final pep talk based on what Carlin was saying, which is that I, I've i also had this thought of like, of course, I can't have everything good at once. It will never, ha- that will never happen. And I think that like, we all have to remember that like, you know, life is kind of like a jigsaw puzzle situation. Like it, everything good takes time and intention and work and you have to put things, pieces together. Maybe it's more like Jenga or something. I don't know. Like and then sometimes things get taken away. Like it, it can yeah. be hard, but it's also it's not like anyone just has everything they want with no problems. Like I don't know anyone for for whom that's the case. 
And if I did, like, I probably would be annoyed with them a lot of the time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's truly, like, uh, I think that everyone can have most of what they want. It just, like, a lot of times takes time. Yeah. Yeah. That's my last And if you're feeling, like, crap and in a dark place, that's also okay to lean into. Like, I want you to pull yourself out of it. But we were saying at the beginning, like, that's a pep talk, too. Maybe we said this offline, but it's okay to be unhappy or disappointed in dating. So while we're your your friendly pep girls here, it's also okay to be feeling like a butt because we all feel like butts sometimes. Yeah. Is that like an oil change place, pep boys? <laughs> pep boys. God, yeah, Let's start one is. called pep girls. It's just us sitting around talking to you, being like, it's all you right. You had the oil change on your hand earlier when you lit <laughs> oh my that God, candle. Yeah. When I lit that candle and I had a huge black streak on my head. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, Carlin, as always, thank you for joining us. Friends. Thank you, Carlin. Oh, Gems, God. thank you for listening. We love you all so very dearly. Go out and, and buy a grill lighter. It'll change your life. Go out and buy a grill lighter. I'm going to. I don't have one, and it drives me nuts all the time using Max. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom. <laughs> all right. And go on a date if you feel like it. Go on a date if you feel like it. Bye.